0: I put my trust in you, and I trust in I love I put my trust in you, I put my trust in you I put my trust in you, and trusting, I trust in our love I put my trust in you, I put my trust
1: in love Hello friends, my name is Dane Miller And my name is Niles Spain. And we're your
0: fuck buddies also We are an award-winning sex and dating advice show where we take your sticky,
1: sexy situations and turn them into sexy, sticky situations. Simply put, we scour the internet for questions, or we get them sent in by our wonderful listeners like yourself. We answer them here in award-winning fashion every Monday, and one extra time a month if you join our Patreon.
0: And look, I know you're probably thinking it. I'm thinking it. Did we miss Sexmas?
1: No, we didn't. Because Sexmas is whenever we say it is. So this Mm -hmm. is Sexmas. Yes, and we knew that and planned for it and talked about it, and I'm on the same page as Dane.
0: Yep, I didn't just remember right this second that we didn't do a Sexmas episode
1: and spring it on Nile. Yep, I'm not frantically looking up Christmas-themed uh, sex and dating advice questions.
0: Hey, now you know what I'm going to do? Well, Every time I read a question, I'll just put in some jingle bell sounds, because if Christmas music has taught me anything, mm-hmm. as long as there's jingle bells, it's a Christmas song. It's true. So, as long, as long as there's a little bit of Christmas stank on these mm-hmm. questions, we're okay. So, don't worry about looking things up. It's fine. Well, the thing is, this is like our Die Hard,
1: where people are like, Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? And it's like, It happens at Christmas. Guess what's happening right now? This. Guess what this is? Christmas.
0: Can we talk about this for a second? I think I've talked to you about don't this know before. I should, but okay. I'm going to do it. Die Hard is a Christmas movie. We know. Right, I think I think we can we can all agree on that. And when I say we all, I know there's a lot of people who are like, it's not a Christmas movie. Also, Bruce Willis came out who's like, it's not a Christmas movie, it's a Bruce Willis movie. And I am like that's Bruce, that's
1: Bruce.
0: That's a stupid thing to say. Arrogant son of a bitch. That means nothing, you stupid bitch, bitch Willis. Here's here's why, and here's how you win every argument with any idiot who says that Die Hard isn't a Christmas movie. You say, oh, is Home Alone a Christmas movie? And people are usually like, yes, of course it is. There's Christmas music. It happens at Christmas. Hey, guess what? You've described Die Hard.
1: Mm-hmm. No, but it's about a guy and there's criminals that are in the place where he's at for Christmas. And he like sneaks around and has traps and hurts them and stuff.
0: Yeah, nothing. nothing. Hey, what movie did we just describe? Well, I, I there's, can't remember there's a, which
1: one I'm describing.
0: There's a male protagonist who's yeah. out of their element. Doesn't have shoes and, on. They are trying to, <laughs> who doesn't, there's a lot of foot trauma. Yeah, people fall off buildings. People fall off buildings. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying, look, if you think Home Alone is a Christmas movie, then Die Hard is a Christmas movie. And that's something that you can't argue with me about. Because Home Alone can happen at any time of the year. The same way that Die Hard, there are plenty of movies about people saving a building from terrorists. You know, there's mm-hmm. that, uh, the Jean-Claude Van Damme one we watched a while ago. Um uh, mm-hmm. I don't remember what it was called. Die medium, <laughs> uh, die slightly softer. Yeah, um, where he's you know he's protecting the the stadium during mm-hmm. a hockey game. The, sure, but there's a ton of home invasion movies as well. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Panic Room. Panic Room. The Purge. Yeah. Uh-huh. The one with the the other one with the masks. I uh-huh. <laughs> I know we're going a little off genre here, but at the same time, if those happened at Christmas, they would be Home Alone just with a it's different true. flavor. It's true. So okay. that's just, I'm putting it to bed once and for all. And now that's this right. is officially a sexmas
1: episode. You're welcome. Well, Are you ready for our first sexmas question? Mm-hmm. And I have my own way to add Christmas spice. Okay. But anyway, this question's by Rudolph. Girl who works the laundromat has a crush on me. I totally have a crush on her back, but feel awkward about asking someone out at work. What do super cute girl totally goes wide eyed and breathless. When I come around, smiley face, totally my type, but I've never been the one to ask out a girl at work how to drop a hint without going all the way. Okay. One, are you sure that you just don't have real stinky, stinky clothes? Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, I've never met someone who's been literally breathless. And like, I've had a few people have a little crush on me once or twice. Once or twice? Once or twice, maybe. But like, if they're like, (gasps) yeah, maybe you just got that stank foot.
0: Are you bringing in your like fucking hockey bag after a couple weeks of of practice and you just unzip that bad boy and all of a sudden she's
1: wide eyed and breathless because if she does inhale at all, she will throw up. Mm -hmm. The eyes widen when your stank hits her nose and then she's breathless because she cannot breathe. She cannot breathe. That first Home Alone style invasion of her nose.
0: (laughs) Cool. I like the way that you are thinking about the fact that this person is at work and. Also, I didn't realize people worked at laundromats.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, I just love that he says literally laundry mat as if it's not a laundromat. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like it's literally laundry space mat. Yes. Very
0: good. Maybe that's what they call it wherever he's from.
1: That's true. It's true. But also how his question is, how do I drop a hint without going all the way? It's like going all the way is it means a thing. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> I'm going drop yeah. a hint without fucking her. What? Without having sex with her. What? Uh, again, I know what they mean. I think this is easy. You chat. If you haven't been chatting, you are not at the point. Well, actually, you go first because I asked the question. Do what every self-respecting adult does
0: and put your name, your phone number, and your address on all of your clothing, specifically mm-hmm. your underwear.
1: And mm-hmm. oops, you have left one behind. No, you leave them all behind. All of them. All of your you underwear. Them. One, you leave no, leave every item of clothing behind and put it on every single one. Because if you leave just one thing, odds are it's going in the bin. No one's going to be like, Oh, I opened this up. There's 1900 items of clothes, all of which have a name and address and number on it. And I'm going to toss them. You go, Hey, cute laundromat girl. I don't know what's happening here, but some psychopath has left their clothing here. And they go, Oh, <laughs> beans. I gotta call them. And then they're like, Wait, it's that stinky boy.
0: Yeah. I, okay. Here's what I would do. And I think this is the direction now is going. You need to, yes, strike up a conversation. If you're just making eyes at one another, look, ain't no crime to look at people. And maybe she likes, you know, when the handsome, cute dude who comes in and does his very stinky laundry comes in. <laughs> maybe maybe she loves it. You know, does that necessarily mean she wants to go on a date with you? No. There's a lot of people who, you know, regulars at my bar that I am like, ah, cutie's back. What up? But I don't, I don't want to go on a date with them. So who knows? Maybe you're just a little bit of eye candy for her. during Otherwise, what I can only imagine is
1: my numbing job. Mm -hmm. Or maybe you're the one going wide eyed around her and she's eyeing you back because she's worried. (laughs) That's, That's the thing that always worries me in situations like this is like you never really know. And I'm sure we've all been there where there are a lot of times you're like, I'm pretty sure that person likes me. But you always second guess yourself. Yeah. A lot of people go the opposite way. Where it's like, oh, that person likes me. And they just don't. So it's like, you never really know. And the only way to be sure here, while not being creepy, is to literally have a conversation with them. And like, don't just have one conversation and be like, that's it. It's like, if you go there every week or two, you could see them three times in six weeks, have a chat. And like, if it goes well, you could just be like, oh, it's crazy. I only see you here. Like, I would love to, you know, see you outside one time. Like, do you want to hang out?
0: Yeah. Even, even something along the lines of like, I really enjoy chatting with you. I wish I like it sucks that it's only an hour every two weeks. So if you'd ever like to, like, you know, grab a coffee or grab a drink, I'd be totally down. Mm-hmm. Um, now you do also run the risk of being like, do you really like this laundry
1: mat?" Yeah, because like, again, it's really shitty. And this is why I assume you're hesitant about asking someone out at work. But it is generally why there's a bad call is because like they are under your power, really. So it's hard for them to say no. It puts them in an awkward position, et cetera, et cetera. So odds are she will probably make an excuse or say yes. That doesn't mean that she actually wants to go on the date with you. So it's like you need to do it in the least aggressive way possible. I wouldn't ask for her number. I would leave yours. Yeah. You know, be chill. And then like if they cancel or if they don't seem all that into it, you just go and move on. Preferably to wash her clothes event. again. Yeah. Which you're not already doing because you're so stinky, so. So stinky. I feel
0: like I'm necessarily dunked on this man. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a joke and we all get it. Anyway, you,
1: you got this, Rudolph.
0: This is Petite Latina 934 I think I may be a sex slash porn addict, 20-year-old female. I watch porn at least once a day. Tend to have sex a lot more than the average person. It is something I think about all the time. I can't seem to stop. I try to keep my addiction secret, but sometimes it's hard and I'm worried that I will it'll affect my relationships in the future. Has anyone else been through the same? Is it a bad thing to be the way that I am?
1: Well, the average person does not fuck. So, you're safe in that regard. <laughs> they they don't. Used to, like the average like amount of sex one has a year is like once or twice or something. What? Yeah, it's all it's like as hey, as far as I know,
0: the average amount of sex that you know, all genders and ages. Hmm? Let's let's, is, see, let's see. Once or twice a year. Yeah, okay. I was
1: wrong, which is good. <laughs> I was gonna it's good to say. Oh, I was thinking, sorry, one or two partners. Okay. That's what I was thinking, which is, you know,
0: I feel like long-term
1: relationships and marriages skew that. Mm-hmm. But they also skew the other stat, right? Where if it's like apparently people in their twenties have sex more than 80 times a year, right? It's okay. like, if you're in a relationship, easy, you're, Doubling that, tripling that. Hopefully. Depending on, you know, if you're like eight years in, right? Or four years in or whatever. So I don't know. I wouldn't worry about averages because, like, there are always people at the top and at the bottom skewing them. So.
0: Yeah. The idea of, like, saying you have sex more than the average person, like, if you're having sex every day, then yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. You know, you probably are, especially if you don't
1: have a. Like, you're not in a relationship. Yeah. And even then, Uh it's like, is it a new partner every day? And. If so, that's still not necessarily bad. I would be a little worried if it was literally every day a new partner, because I'm like, where are you meeting these people and how? And the worry is that the surrounding reasons why you're doing it and results of said sex are not good. But it's like, if these are good people, you're all consenting, you're actually having a fun, positive time. I wouldn't even be worried about that. But I assume that's not what's happening here. Porn once a day, eh, like it's a little excessive, but like if you're horny, you're horny. What age is this person? 20. 20? Oh my god, you're like peak horny. So yeah, you're thinking about sex all the time? Me too. You have more sex than the average? Me too. You watch porn? Maybe not every day, but enough. It's like, I get you. And look, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how much you are consuming. It really doesn't.
0: It all depends
1: on how much of an effect this is having on your life. Yes, like it's like are how you, you're consuming it and what it does to you rather than just like, you know, it's not like there's a number.
0: Yeah. Uh, like, do you get depressed if you don't have sex or get to watch porn and masturbate? Or, mm-hmm. you know, like if you if there's a, an, an actionable consequence to yeah. not pursuing these things, then yes, that's when you have to start worrying about it. Are you finding it harder to get aroused by actual people because it doesn't match up with the the
1: mental, you know, uh, pictures that you've created from all the porn you're consuming yeah are you making like risky decisions and sacrificing important parts of your life just to have sex you know what i mean that's a bad thing that's like an addiction related thing whereas like if you're just having healthy sex with consensual willing partners when it happens and you're happy that's not sex addiction you're just do them well. <laughs> yeah,
0: you're, you're just having an active sexual life. That you're like gaining. That's that's really what you need to think about. You need to think about like, hey, if I don't get sex, do I get depressed? Do I get, you know, do I start lashing out? Or as now says, do I start making bad decisions so that I can have sex? Am I just mm-hmm. sleeping with random people so that I can like check the had sex box for the mm-hmm.
1: day? And like are other parts of your life suffering? Like, you know, it's there's a lot to it. And
0: if there is something nagging at you in the back of your head, being like, hey, this might not be right, then go see a therapist, T- go get counseling, talk about this with a mental health professional and be like, hi, I feel like I might be overdoing this. I don't know why, because there might not. Well, you might not have a porn or sex addiction. This sort of feeling like you're doing
1: something wrong is also something that needs to be explored, in my opinion, yeah. because either you're picking up on something that's wrong and great, that needs to be explored or you're feeling guilt for something that isn't wrong and that also needs to be explored. So, yeah,
0: yeah, there might be a past trauma or something that sort of is making you feel like you don't deserve sexual satisfaction or that the way you're getting it isn't something you're worth. I don't know. I We don't have enough questions. I'm not a professional. So if you're really concerned about this one i would i would really really take a second and reflect and see how this is affecting your personal life on a mental level on a physical level on a relationship level if nothing is suffering because of the things you want to do how much porn you want to watch and how much sex you want to have if there's no consequences if there's nothing bad happening because of it i wouldn't worry too much and two ultimately if you're feeling bad about it if there is something that's peaking your you know
1: your fight or flight then go see a professional about it. Mm-hmm. All right, we got a question from Blitzen here. I, 18-year-old female, that's weird. I thought Blitzen was older. Like having my ass eaten, my boyfriend, 22-year-old male, only does it on the terms that he gets to wash my ass in the shower and he scrubs hard and it feels demeaning. I'm a huge fan of ass and my boyfriend is a germaphobe. I begged him to eat my ass for months and now he finally does it on one condition. He has to take a shower with me and has to wash my ass for me. He says he doesn't trust I'll clean it good enough, which is kind of insulting. Even for normal oral, he requires me to take a shower with soap. And when he scrubs, he scrubs hard, and it burns sometimes. kind of takes the joy out of it. I don't know how he acts like I'm a piece of garbage. I kind of wished he was like my ex who'd eat me out whenever, on a moment's notice, even if we spent all day at the beach first. My current boyfriend treats me like I'm disgusting. He'll ask for BJ after a long day at class, which is kind of hypocritical, but I guess it doesn't disgust me, and I never ask him to shower. I just love him for who he is, all his odors. It doesn't matter. He only seems to want to kiss and fondle me after I brush my teeth in the morning and scrubbed. He bugs me more when I perfume. I don't know what that means. If I'm not, then I always have to initiate hugs slash make out. Should I just give up on having my ass ETN? Which I assume means eaten.
0: Yeah, is this weird? Absolutely. One, I understand wanting your partner to be thoroughly cleaned when it comes to the butthole stuff. Mm -hmm. For sure. I, I absolutely get that. Do I also think that it's crossing a line to bring you into the shower and scrub you down like a dog who's rolled around in muck. Yeah. Also not great. So it's one of those things where you need to have a conversation and be like, hello, I really appreciate you as a germaphobe eating my ass. However, I'm not a fan of the treatment that I get when I'm in the shower. We can turn this into a fun, sexy foreplay time, but when you're scrubbing me down, like, you know, I'm I'm dirty off-road tires. Mm-hmm. Like I'm that guy's laundry. <laughs> yes, like I'm Rudolph's laundry. <laughs> I don't feel very sexy. And it kind of takes me out of
1: the mood, at which mm. point defeats the whole purpose. And on top so- of that, it seems like there's actual physical pain and discomfort as well. Yeah. Which like I think is probably the worst part.
0: Yeah. So I think it's totally fair. If he says, hey, I, I'm only doing this because it really grosses me out and I need to sort of like fix that sort of like mental bug and hurdle. And the only way I can do that is by doing this. Then I think it might be worth being like, okay, this is just something that he doesn't like to do and isn't worth pursuing. Whether
1: that means you give up on getting analingus, or you move on to a new relationship where your needs are met, you know? Cause I yeah. think it is fair to like, people have, we've always talked about it. If you're not into a kink and I think eating your ass is definitely far less common than everything else or not everything else, but you know, like regular things else and fingering and you know, blah, blah, blah. It's like, if someone's not into it, they're not into it. If you're really into it, that's fine. You know, but I do think you need to have this conversation, let them know how you feel. And like on the flip side, it's like from your point of view, everybody has to be a certain level of clean unless you're really into some, you know, pig play or whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> pig play. Yeah. Then, You need to be clean and everyone's partner needs to be clean. So it's like him being like, Oh, you need to be clean. It's like, yeah, cool. I know. And I will do that. You know, and it's fine if the concession is just like we don't do it after we've been at the beach all day. I get it. Especially for a butt. Especially for a butt. I mean, that's the thing, it's like
0: I love oral sex and I love satisfying partners' kinks and I love sort of you know doing what what really gets them going is what gets me going. However, I have done it enough and I've tried it in in various ways. And I know that eating ass just isn't for me. It's just not a thing that I enjoy. And therefore, if I'm going to do it, it's going to be bad. Like I'm not going to do it enthusiastically. And if I'm not doing something enthusiastically, I don't see the point in doing it. And I feel that way about literally everything when it comes to sex. And I hope that my partners feel the same too. If my partner doesn't enthusiastically enjoy something i've asked them to do or something that we're currently doing i would hope that they don't want it they would let me know and we wouldn't do it anymore right mm. i don't i don't want anything to be done during sex to not be done enthusiastically
1: for sure because it sucks
0: yeah because uh, it, it either goes one way or the other either like i said it's going to be like mediocre and half-hearted and at which point mm. sucks and i don't want it or i'm going to feel like i'm i'm mistreating them And I don't want to feel that way either. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. want a shitty blowjob and I don't want to feel like a shitty partner.
1: Yeah. So the thing is, this person may have been nervous at the start. Maybe they've eased into it somewhat. But if you haven't talked about it, they probably assume you're as cool with it as they are. So if you're not cool with it, tell them if they have no compromise, you need to decide whether having your ass eaten is worth leaving the relationship or if the relationship is worth not having your ass eaten. You know? Yeah. That's, that's and, a great point. And that, that's it. But he he doesn't know how you're feeling. So tell him and understand where he's coming from. It's a phobia and butts are dirty. So yeah, maybe, maybe it'd be like, look, how about I wash myself and we'll try it next time and you can veto it whenever, if there's anything wrong, but like, don't worry, I will do a good job. And that's a pretty good compromise for step one. Right. And then maybe he's comfortable going forward or something like that. You know what I mean? But like, or as Dane said. Turn showers into like a sexy time, and just yeah. tell them that you don't like being clinically hosed down and scrub till it burns. My butt hurts thinking of that.
0: Yeah, that sounds like a bad time. And hey, I'm a I'm a thorough I'm a thorough cleaner. Yeah, but I I would never. The only time I ever scrub until it hurts is if I've got like permanent marker or something on me. <laughs> I'm just, just trying to get it off. And as long as you're not shoving permanent markers up your butt, I think you should you should refrain from scrubbing. All that skin down there is very, very tender. Treat it yeah. carefully, please. Yeah. You know how easy please. it is to tear your butthole? Please. It's pretty easy. You don't want a fucking anal fissure? Nope. This is from Holder Manju. How to verify that someone is actually over 18 without checking ID? LOL. So I have an impending date with someone and I'm not trying to fuck it up. Pretty simple, LOL. However, how do I go about verifying age without checking her ID? Or at least how do I check her ID without being in a fucked up situation? Because that'd be some awkward shit. Bring her to a bar, you know, IDs. Yep. Now, <laughs> here's, here's the thing for me. It doesn't say their age. Yeah. So if you are 18 and you're worried about, you know, dating someone who might be 16, I get it. If you're a 30 and you look at someone and you're like, hmm, you might be underage, why are you trying to sleep with them? Yeah. Right? And and I'm not trying to disparage someone for age gaps. I'm not trying to disparage someone for looking younger. But if you look at someone and you think they might be a child,
1: it's kind of weird to be like, still want to fuck them though. You know, like I fully agree, but I do have friends whose like partners can look very young in certain photos. You know what I mean? So it's like, I, maybe maybe there's a picture on Instagram that's throwing you for a loop, but in general, you know what I mean? I, there might be grayer areas, but I do agree. It's like, you know, if, if you have that fear, you could probably just do yourself a favor and find somebody else. I also think if you go on a date with someone and you just say, like, you look really young, do you mind if I check your ID? I don't know if they'll get that pissed off. I mean, I oh, I don't know.
0: I think that's a weird play. I like, unless you can do it in a funny way, I'd be like, like ask them, be like, "How old are you? You look so young. How old are you?" And when they tell you, you be like, "I don't believe you. Oh, there's no way. There's no way." And then you can be like, "All right, prove it to me." You know, keep it light. And, mm-hmm. and but like, if you're just like, "I need to see some it could be fun or. You could always do the like, oh man, my ID my like my photo ID is so bad, it's so embarrassing. Like, I'll show you my picture if you show me yours. Even if your picture's not bad, it doesn't matter. You're not trying to do that. What you're trying to do is glimpse them digits. Mm-hmm. And then you both pull out and, you know, show your show each other your IDs and hopefully at that point in time you can you can sneak and get a get a glimpse of the old birth date. Yeah. But I think I, like- I think what you said is is the way to do. What I would do is I would go to a bar that I know the bartender at, hopefully you have a local
1: Yeah, And just be like, hey, when my date gets here, can you ID her for me? And like, that's a good thing, because if you are being creepy, then someone else could see that you're being creepy and stop you. And if you're not being creepy. I just thought of this. mm -hmm. The
0: 18 isn't the age of majority like anywhere. I mean, it is. But like in North America, which I assume this is taking place, I think like Montreal is the only place you can drink where you're 18. Mm -hmm. The States is 21. Everywhere else in Canada is 19. Ireland's
1: 18, England's 18, like a lot of places in like France and Spain, and shit are 16. Okay.
0: Well, hopefully you're European. Otherwise, this plan doesn't work.
1: <laughs> yeah, but like, mm, that's true. Again, it's like, look, is what I said a bit weird being like, yeah, ask them for their ID? Sure. Is it better than fucking someone who's underage? Yeah, for sure. That's like, if they do look young, I'm sure they get it. And if they're going to be weird about it, then you probably don't want to sleep with that person anyway especially because you won't know whether they're under 18 or not. Yeah. Yeah, That's the thing. It's like, that was kind of the point I was making. It's like, if you can't find a way out, better to do something cringy that might end what's happening than try to be cool and maybe make a mistake. You know what I mean? It's like, if push comes to shove, just be weird and ask. And it's like, if that's the only way you can find to do, sure. And if it ruins something, then okay, that sucks. Date someone who looks older next time.
0: Yeah, it's better to implode it than to, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. Like, And that that was the point I was making. It's like, you know, we like to have fun and throw out different gambits that may or may not work. They may not be realistic all the time. Um, Mm. And, well, they, you know, but, like, some are more fun than others. Whereas, like, with this, it's like, if something goes wrong. What I'm trying to say is
0: we always give
1: perfect actionable advice, advice like
0: leaving yes. your name and number on every piece of clothing
1: yeah. yeah now the downside of that plan to revisit is that you now have no clothes <laughs> so when you go to meet them you are naked which is itself not one. It, or it
0: increases the reason to call be like that man
1: it's winter he's so <laughs> yeah. cold out there he left every item but like yeah that's that's my advice here is like if the choice is between making a potentially bad decision or potentially embarrassing yourself for imploding something choose embarrassment and implosion yeah yeah i'd rather be like oh
0: shit i didn't f- get to fuck this person than be like oh shit i fucked this person
1: exactly all right this one's by dancer is that one or is that just a Dark dancer and prancer prancer this is by blitzen again donder <laughs> did i do donder Ah, oh, fuck man this is by santa husband won't tell me what he wants for christmas married for almost five years hey christmas Every birthday slash Christmas slash anniversary, I spend a lot of time, energy, and money getting him something I think he'll love, and then he doesn't like it. I always end up returning it, giving him the money, and he chooses something for himself. First couple of times I happened, I got upset. I love giving gifts. I've always had great feedback from family, but my husband's so picky. He's always grateful, but there's often something not quite right with anything I get him, and the reasons he gives seem very small. It was his birthday a few months ago, and I got him a very expensive professional Japanese knife set. He loves making sushi. Spent hours over the weeks leading up to his birthday researching traditional knife making, watching vlogs, reading reviews, and when he opened it up, he just said, thanks, straight mouth, face. I asked him why he didn't seem happy, and he said, it looks too professional. I wouldn't know how to use them. So I turned them, and he went shopping the following weekend and got some clothes. I didn't guess that or make a big deal out of it, but a couple days later, when I had the chance to think, I told him I won't be buying him gifts anymore without him saying exactly what he wants because I'm wasting a lot of time and energy shopping for gifts just to be returned. He seemed agitated, but he agreed. It's coming up to Christmas. I've been asking him for weeks what he wants. For myself, I saw a bag I loved, so I asked for that, even ordered it myself. It was quite expensive, so I said to think of something he wanted for a similar price and let me know. I've asked him multiple times, and he won't tell me what to get him. I suggested the watch, and he said, that sounded fine. But the last time I got him one, he hated it. I asked for his preference in color, brand, material, but he just says, I don't know. I went Christmas shopping today, and I've bought for everybody but him. I looked at quite a few watches and couldn't decide. I asked him again if he still wanted to watch, but he said, don't get me anything. It doesn't matter. I don't know why he's being like this. I have no issue putting thought and effort into it, but he always ends up choosing for himself anyway. What can I do?
0: Huh? This is annoying. This is annoying. I am the same kind of like, I really enjoy giving gifts. And it sucks because I'm going to, I also live in, in this guy's headspace where it's like, I'm fine not getting gifts. Getting gifts from me, like it's always so lovely and I'm always very overwhelmed by the kindness and the thought that people put in for it. But like, I don't need them. So like if I never get a gift ever again, cool. I'm more of a a time spent experience kind of thing.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, On the upside, that's my advice for this situation. Okay. Give a do a do a thing. I'm saying do a thing. And that thing could even be like, look. I'm going to take you out to the mall. You guys get to spend the day together. Maybe you can have a nice brunch. Maybe you can have a beer. Maybe you can, you know, but if he's just going to go buy fucking clothes for himself anyway, at least make it into a day where you guys get to spend some time together. And like, again, unless he's also miserable in that scenario, but like that at least is fun. I think like, or... It seems fun to me. Yeah, maybe get a, a like a, a master
0: class sushi making thing where you guys can go and do like a sushi class. Mm-hmm. If he didn't think his those knives, if he thinks his skills aren't up to par for those fancy knives you got him be like, great, here you go. Let's do let's do a sushi class together. And now maybe maybe you will want those sushi knives. Man, I would mm-hmm. love some fucking kick-ass Japanese knives.
1: Yeah, I did, like literally when I read that I'd be I was like, oh, I love it. I bought myself a big cleaver a while back and like, I just, nice. I love it. It's not even, I'm sure anything near as fancy as this, but it's like kind of got that like wavy blade and it's just like, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. That it's folded almost too steel. nice to It I It's definitely not real folded steel, but it's given the illusion of, and it's, it, I like it. It's got some heft to it. Helps me when I'm cooking like whole chickens or whatever. It's great. So I would love this. Yes. Get me a big Japanese knife set listeners, please. <laughs> and Dave, uh, um, we'll both we'll- take one.
0: Yeah, I would, I would love, love. I bought a, a knife set recently and like, it's good. It's cool. But man, I want. I want a knife set that I can like, that's wrapped in leather, mm-hmm. you know?
1: You can unfold like Dexter.
0: Yes, exactly. Mm. Um, I, What's the question? I don't know. Tell your husband to stop being a fucking idiot.
1: <laughs> yeah, I will say, okay, well, I'll float this by you. What about Colin's bluff? Just not uh, okay. getting him a present. Yeah, don't get him anything. You know, like, I, I don't, I don't love that because I don't think he means it, but maybe that's the way the cookie should crumble. Here's, here's where I'm going to pause it. Same sort of energy. Get him a gift. You know, he'll hate. Mm. Right. Okay. Then, yeah. Cause if he's just being like kind of shitty, cause it does sound like there's something else going on here. Right. Like whether he feels, I don't know, insecure about his own gift giving, or I don't know what the fuck it is. He sounds a little fucking miserable. So it's like, if you get him an actual bad present, he's like, whoa last year you got me this great thing and now you get me and you're like aha why did i get you last year what like i get you shit what would, would i
0: get you oh a really cool gift that you've returned Something great well hey you could return this like
1: casio watch that yeah. i got
0: it's got a calculator on it that's pretty what? neat
1: huh but then you know what's gonna happen is it's gonna be like when you get a kid a present and they love the box and throw the toy away you're gonna get them this shitty casio watch and you're gonna be like "Final. Oh, yes. hey it's win-win that is win-win honestly right like if if maybe you know you're trying so
0: hard to find what he wants i think you need to start trying to get what he doesn't if if he's going <laughs> to like right if he's going to return it anyway you need to now make shopping presents for him you time in which you go and buy the most ridiculous shit mm-hmm. buy him like the most horrendous sweater you can find you know get him the fucking you know three wolves howling at the moon airbrush oh, I, shirt
1: i thought you were getting a bad one uh, yeah, get get the ones that aren't good. Yeah, go to the place that sells those and get the other jumpers. <laughs> yes. Because that one is perfect. Actually, there we go. It's the perfect gift. Who wouldn't love that? It's really strange that we'd bring this up considering professional Japanese knife sets and a trio of wolves howling on a woolen sweater airbrushed poorly are the two traditional sexmas present. It's true, yeah. Honestly, I think go with, like, shake it up. Go with an event. You guys probably need to bond because... This doesn't seem great. So it's like, maybe that will be it. Maybe it's like time spent. And like in the moment, maybe he won't be as pressured if he's like in a shop and sees a thing, you know, maybe you can make a day out of it or take a class together or something like that, as opposed to these that are clearly aren't working. And if he hates that, then just be like, look, I give up. And if he's upset later, be like, cool, you just need to participate.
0: Yeah. I need a little bit of effort on your end. And if you're asking your, your husband for effort, in getting him gifts is yeah. too much for him, then like, yikes, I hate to see what he's phoning in elsewhere in the relationship.
1: Yeah. Yeah. If this is a problem, other things probably aren't great. This is suck G, 21 year old male. Never this this never heard of that reindeer.
0: <laughs> this girl, <laughs> this girl constantly tells me, I know you have a crush on me. <laughs> Come, Rudolph. I do? Come, Dancer. Come, Blitzen. Come, Second G. Come, Donder. <laughs> Sorry. 21-year-old 21, 21 male. This girl constantly tells me, I, ha- I know you have a crush on me. What should I do? And what might she mean? There's this girl, 21-year-old female, that I, a 21-year-old male, haven't known for too long now. But whenever we talk, it's usually us joking and teasing one another. When we're with friends, she'll sometimes talk to them more than she does talk to me, but she acts like she wants my attention as she subtly looks at me while doing it, and I also catch her staring sometimes. When we're joking and teasing, she gets physical sometimes by trying to hit me, of course, playfully. She's told me a few times that she knows I have a crush on her. What should I do in this situation? How should I react? What might her saying this mean? And how is she expecting me to react? Thanks for your help. Hey, do you? Yeah. Hey, hey, But do you do because because that's an important thing for us to know. Yeah, I would love to know if you have a crush on her. Is she right? (laughs) Because that's important. That's very important on how this goes. It depends on how which way we swing because it might have to be like you might have to let her down softly Mm -hmm. or just keep playing into the bit. But if you do like her, it's it's
1: it's important information. Yeah, that's the thing. If like she's probably she well, she is teasing you. In a flirty way. So unless she's being like really mean and just trying to say you're kind of like wimpy or like deferential to her or, or just fuck with you. It's like, yeah, she's probably flirting with you. And if you do have a crush on her, you, like this is good because you can just be like, maybe I do. Or yeah, I do. Or whatever. Or like, nah, you prefer me more. Or like, play with it. Like, this is good. It is an overture. I worry that you're looking into things too much with the subtle glances and her talking more to other people. Stuff that hurt my heart a little bit but like this could be good but do you do you though do
0: you i would say that if you do have a crush on them this is your door that is being not only opened but sort of shoulder checked off the hinges Mm -hmm. where they are
1: jumping through the glass and you could leap right over and follow they've given you the stronghold key card to their stronghold you're obsessed with dmz that's Mm. all you think about says Mr. DMZ himself.
0: It's all you. It's bleeding into your work now. Please, not Okay.
1: Says the guy whose initials are DMZ, Dane I Miller Zalofsky.
0: <laughs> Dane Miller Zero.
1: Ooh, that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, just be like, if she says, I know you have a crush on me, you'd be like, yeah, <laughs> so what are you gonna do about it?
1: Yeah, or just be like, hey, if you keep talking like that, I'm gonna have to take you out on a date. Hey, you wash your mouth. <laughs> you're, you're two, you're, you say one more stupid thing, i take you out on a date. Like We're that's so the thing you? you can you can play with this. You would be like, "No, you have more of a crush on me." She'd be like, "I definitely don't." Be like, "All right, let's go on a date and prove it." We'll prove yeah. who was more of a crush on. you like, "Just play with it." And it's like, "If she's fucking with you, who cares?" Like whatever. Yeah. Just like I, I, like he, I, unfortunately,
0: you raised a very good point. We need to know whether you have a crush. I went into the question again to see if if
1: there is clarification, mm-hmm. there is not. There's not. Cuz if you don't, this sucks. Because you're going to have to be like, no, I actually fully do not, though. Yeah, I don't, though. Like, i really sorry, but I don't. And I've been in a situation like that, and it's very uncomfortable. And like, fair play to her for the confidence. But if you don't, do uh, you got to be like, no, I don't. You're just such a great friend.
0: You're so or, funny. You're such a good friend. Or Every time, be like, I've got a friend crush on you. I like the attention, so I would just let them keep crushing.
1: But yeah, you, we we need to know these things when you send in these questions, and also you, you know they're flirting, so play play in that space. But see, the thing is, it seems like they're also playing in the space.
0: They talk about how they tease one another and they joke around, and you know, like I don't know what you're looking for
1: other than someone to be like, you're good, yeah. go for it. You're allowed to continue to joke in this fashion alongside the jokes you're making in in other fashions.
0: And, and look we'll we'll put it all on the table here if you want to if you do have a crush on them ask them out if you don't have a crush with them maybe to cool rain it in a little bit
1: yeah so there you go are you ready-hmm we got a few but i'm gonna go with this one this is by mrs Claus boyfriend doesn't notice little things about me we were watching a movie and one of the people mentioned part of a healthy healthy relationship is noticing little things and idiosyncrasies about your partner also what little things endeared them to you I told my boyfriend a few things I noticed about him that always made me smile, like his cute head shake when he's confused about something, and how he always drinks his canned sodas at home with a paper straw. I lightly asked my BF what little things he noticed about me, just kind of casually to make conversation, and he froze at first. Then he just started kind of laughing, and asking, what? What's wrong? I asked him again, he just kept laughing, giggling. It made me kind of sad, so I just took my dog for a walk. What gives?
0: Uh, it's, it's the, the classic sort of like, what are you thinking about? Mm -hmm. Right. It's, it's one of those things we, this, I'm sure there are little things that he adores about you. I would, I find it hard to believe that anyone dating anyone doesn't have something that they'd like about them. Mm -hmm. But the second you like call it out, the second you're like, Hey, list those things. Uh, I don't know.
1: Yeah. You're putting them on the spot. You're also falling into that like movie logic. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, you know, this is a very rom-com-y, trope-y thing that you're just, you're kind of hoping that that moment just happens to you right there and then. And it's like, it's kind of unfair. You're doing that, like, writing a script and expecting someone else to know about it. They were laughing, probably because they were nervous. Like, I don't think they were like, oh, fuck, she found out. I don't know shit about her. This is so funny.
0: Like Unless what he's laughing at is the little thing that he likes, which is you, you know, thinking that movies are real life. Maybe. And it's just like, oh, there she goes again. I love it. And she's like, maybe, maybe that's it. But yeah, Niles, Nile's right. Like, you've unfairly set this person up to fail because you heard that and then you thought about it and then you formulated the things that, that you like about him. And then once you had all that loaded in the canon, you asked him. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, you know, it wasn't like the second it happened on screen, you were like, oh, I wonder. And you guys worked it out together. Cause that's, that's one thing, but like, no, you, you probably thought about it. You, and then like, you wanted an answer as cute as yours or as cute as the one that happened on the show. Mm -hmm. And that's just not the way that life works because there isn't a team of writers writing it. Yeah.
1: Also you very specifically, and I, this really pinged for me in the question. I asked him what he thought about the little things about me, just casually making, you weren't casually making conversation and you know it. And you decided to say that because you're lying to our fucking faces, Mrs. Claus. (laughs) No one just says, oh, I was just casually making. If you were, you didn't need to say it. And if you were casual, you wouldn't be now making a big deal about it on fucking Reddit. Would you be? Would you be? Would you be?
0: Yeah, no one has a casual conversation that ends on with them storming out with their
1: dog. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Your partner not- being enthralled by the fact that you drink soda at home with a paper straw which like i don't think that's what they mean in the fucking movies either by the way like that's not what makes a good relationship if your partner is kind and attentive etc etc those are the important things not like grilling them one day and being like list two cute things now
0: yeah oh you don't notice that when i get shy or nervous that i twirl my hair with my left finger wow okay like
1: just take a breath. If this is the only problem in your relationship, you're good. Yeah, you're. You put fine. them on the spot. You were hoping for a rom com moment, which is unrealistic. If there are other issues, talk about those.
0: If you really want to, like, if this is something that kind of like you know you're thinking about and you're going to be stewing on, tell them. Be like, hey, so remember that other day we were watching a movie and we they said something about you know the small things. A good relationship has small things. That's why I asked you that question. I I thought of the ones that you know. I I thought about you and I thought it'd be cute. So I'm sorry. I got all worked up and kind of stormed out. I was just hoping for, you know, a cute answer. And I understand that putting you on the spot was unfair. Mm -hmm. And if that was me, if I was on the receiving end of that, I would now kind of feel like I would like to
1: return the favor. Right. Yeah. But now maybe you have the time to do it when you're not exactly, you know, under the clock. Yes. Because now I know that that's what you were looking for.
0: Mm -hmm. And now knowing that it's important to you, I'll put a little bit more effort into it. Yeah. Because if you did, as you say, just casually mention it, I, there's not a whole lot of weight on that. You know, just casually mentioning things doesn't make me feel like it means anything yeah. or that there's any sort of weight or importance for you. So, mm-hmm. you know, if I can't think of anything, it's nothing, I, you know, it's no sweat off our backs because it's just a casual thing as you've proclaimed it, mm-hmm. which it's obviously not. So I think it's important to like revisit conversations like this and explain your intentions, because if it does actually mean more than what you originally thought after you know, going through this, then I think it's important to be like, hey, this is why I did that. Mm-hmm. And then hopefully, your partner will pick up on the, the importance of it or the weight of it and be like, okay, thanks for letting me know.
1: Here are some things. I also think it's unfair to kind of be upset at someone like this and not let them know. Yes, So, like, if you're apologizing, which I think you should, you know, I I don't think it's a big dramatic, like, blah, blah, blah. But I think you can be like, look, I'm sorry. The other day I was doing, you know, exactly what just Dane said. And then you're kind of being like, look, you're explaining where maybe the weird feeling came from at that moment. Because I'm sure they weren't oblivious to you storming out with your dog. You know what I mean? And that sucks to be the partner who's like, wait, what did I do wrong? Like, yeah, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. So, and then as Dane said, it puts it in their minds. They can think about, they know it's important. It's great. This is, that's a good, positive thing. So do that and don't rom-com ambush people.
0: Yeah. You're also setting up for future conversations to go the same way because he's now going to be guessing what you're looking for when you do this again the next time, right? Like, so the next time, you know, fucking Hugh Grant tells you the secret to love. (laughs) you know the guy's gonna be like oh fuck last time i got the answer wrong and now she's gonna take her dog for a walk please you grant why did you do this to
1: me don't you oh my god you said hi to me don't you know i have you have to have me at hello but you said hi so now we can't do that so our relationship's a fucking sham you're just constantly walking around with a stack of papers hoping you crash into each other (laughs) you're always every day you're outside your own apartment with the fucking boards from love actually with things written on them but they're never the right things
0: but also the song you're playing is the song that's at the end of say anything that peter gabriel Mm -hmm. song that he's holding over his head yeah just every final climax of (laughs) every romantic comedy just in one thing and being like i just really get it
1: Every time she goes on holidays, she's so pissed you don't run to her at the airport. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck, Dave? It's like, I couldn't. You were through security. That didn't stop that small child from love, actually, when he did his cool gymnastics. Have you seen that deleted scene? No. There's a deleted scene where the child runs to the airport to accost his, his child lover and... I guess I don't even think it's in the movie anymore where he's like apparently a gymnastics prodigy, but like he does all these sick gymnastic tricks through the airport and manages to get to her like as they're boarding. So he gymnastics his way through security. But the best part is, and I might be misremembering this, but I don't think I am, is that like because it never made the final cut, the scene still has a stand in who's doing the tricks, who's like a fully sized adult. So he'll do a trick and then it'll cut to like this six foot man doing backflips and cut back to this child. It's fucking great.
0: Hell yeah. I mean, this might've been pre 2001. So this might be the, you know, uh, a pre nine 11 world where you could do six gymnastics through an airport and no one would really give a shit. Mm-hmm.
1: No, you can't though. No, it's Terrorism ruined
0: everything. Uh, okay. No, then definitely can't do it. Um, can we do uh, on the topic of, of sex miss and, 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 movies. Christmas movies. Love actually is one of the worst movies. And not, though. as what? It's not though. Do you like love? Actually?
1: I do. I love love. Actually. It's such a bad movie. I watch it with my sister every year. It's great. It's horrible. I have it's- a warm place in my heart. Cause I watch it with my sister every
0: year. Okay. That's fine. But as, as a sex and dating, as award-winning sex and dating show, I feel like we need to say that literally everyone in that movie is the worst.
1: So, The funny thing is that's what they set out to do. He wanted to look at relationships in a way that wasn't your typical rom-com bullshit. And yeah, did he overshoot and make it a little grimdark? Yeah. But what he wanted to say was like, this is what love is actually it's messy. A lot of the time it sucks. A lot of the time it is garbage people doing garbage things. And you know what? The, the porn actors relationship is pretty cute. They're, they're the only ones that are, that are good. Um, But tell me Snape doesn't make you cry every time you watch it when he does all that mean stuff to that poor lady. (laughs) This is his his Snape
0: origins. It's all because of (laughs) fucking Lily Potter, bitch. Um, But like a lot of people think that movie is romantic. Like a lot of people think that Rick Grimes is a romantic man.
1: Yeah, I don't like the thing is, I think part of also why I love it is that like, again, for me, it is purely like a nostalgia thing. I don't go. Oh, damn, this. This movie's amazing. I definitely don't think it's fucking romantic. Grimes' character is awful. Actually, are awful. Yeah, I know. But he, him and Snape kind of take the biscuit. And I'm only saying that because I'm sure there are so many worse things I'm not even thinking of right now. The- My
0: favorite line in that movie is when Liam Neeson goes to visit his sister, who I believe is Emma Thompson. And his wife has just died. And she's like, get over it. well what (laughs) it's his first christmas without his wife and he's not even like complaining or anything like he's not it's not like he's like moping around or crying or anything he just kind of like casually mentions that like oh this is a difficult time of year and she's like you're a bitch (laughs) like okay fucking yeah
1: relax yeah it's pretty it's pretty garbage in a lot of ways i actually do kind of like the rock star guy and his manager who like their climax is just they—they they have a really broy Christmas together. It's kind of nice. I—I okay, I don't really remember that one. That was their love, actually. They love each other. They were really best friends.
0: And this is what, like, this is this is also Hugh Grant is like the president or the prime minister He's, yeah, he's or the something. Prime minister,
1: and he's like
0: sexually sex harassing his cleaner. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the movie. Anyway, I, I it's always just funny to me that like a lot of people think that Love Actually is this like super sweet, heartwarming movie, and I'm just like, no, these
1: are all bad people doing terrible things to each other. Fucking banger soundtrack, though. That's Great the thing. Soundtrack. I think it's hard for anything to happen to that music and not seem romantic. But yes, believe me, I, I, I agree. I think it's time for some tindies. This is nameless, so it's going to be Rudolph's brother, Randolph. It is a lady. I'm newly 40. I am married. I love my husband, and I'm not looking to leave him. He has some physical issues, so I haven't been laid in over seven years. I'm 5'7", 215 pounds. I am not looking for a relationship. I just want to get railed. Don't message me if you don't want to do this. I'm tired of dudes sending me dirty messages and then ghosting when I ask about meeting up. I want to hook up in real life. I need some dick. (sighs) I mean, it's a zero, right? Unless my caveat
0: here is unless the husband is cool with it. And has, they've talked about it. And he's like, yes, I cannot perform for whatever reason. You are unsatisfied. I'm cool with you finding sexual satisfaction elsewhere. If that, I assume it's not because it, there's no indication of that. Yeah. So I'm going to assume that this is a behind the back shitty situation. I'm going to say it's a zero because I, I think it's an unforgivable thing to do. Mm-hmm. So that's I like, I won't even go into the nuances of everything else. I think just, you know, cheating on your partner because of health reasons. Yeah. Is, is
1: terrible. And also it's like, if that is the case, why do you need to put in all the other things? Right? Like if you are, if you do have disagreement, I don't think you need to go into all the other shit. You could just be like, Hey, I, whatever, but no, it's bad. You seem like a bad person.
0: Yeah. Now so. uh, this is Lindsay, not into games, but I like Uno. Oh, and Monopoly is kind of fun. Not a big fan of drama. Crime is more my thing. Um, then they have their Instagram account. No, not an influencer. I have like five followers. I'm earthy and witty, looking for meaningful connection. I like day trips, the outdoors, boating, fishing, sports, GAA, etc. I like to plan fun things. What's GAA?
1: It's Irish, like Gaelic football.
0: Huh. Faves include organic fair trade coffee, candles, camping, plants, advocacy, nature, reading, social work,
1: crafts, Ed Sheeran, sports, farmer's market. Okay. Uh, I like it. I didn't think I was going to about twenty percent in mm. again I, I always find it weird where it's like i'm I'm earthy and wizzy. It's like I understand you're earthy by all the other shit, and it's like unfortunately it's not for you to say that you're witty, so unnecessary, but uh I do appreciate the fact that you actually tell me things about you. I know what you like that's sadly rare, yes,
0: yeah, I mean we get uh, there's there's no like this is these are the things that i we always say right like there's no. There's no list of things that they hate no list of things that they're not looking for mm-hmm. they're just saying like here are the things I'm into here are my interests here are things that I like that's a way more positive spin again I would say this this profile itself on its own like a six but with in comparison to other profiles and the the general like vibe of online dating these days I'm bumping it up to like a seven or
1: eight because yeah, it's, it's just like it's,
0: like it's like just a clean profile
1: for me and it it's it should be this should be a six. I think because I'm we saying, should yeah. be at like just a list of what you like is, is kind of the bare minimum. Right. But it's so fucking shit that that's not the case. So yeah, I'm going to give it an eight. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna nice, it at seven. It's, it's good to know. It's good to know these things.
0: They also, they're also an addiction specialist. So like, obviously they care about people, Hell which yeah. is, just a little extra tidbit in there, but
1: yes, they're they're cool. This is Lara. Hardworking, motivated, and passionate about building my business, but will make time for good food and good conversation. Hopeless romantic, getting increasingly more hopeless. Small talk bores me. Quick wit captures my attention. Your mother will love me. Gluten tolerant, but steak intolerant.
0: Okay, okay. All of those things are just like one very forgettable because I've already can't remember what pinged for me, mm-hmm. but a lot of it is like, I, what are you trying to say? Like gluten
1: tolerant, but steak intolerant? Is that your way of saying you're a vegan I, or vegetarian? I, I guess it's saying that you're a vegan or vegetarian while trying to dump on people who have gluten intolerance. Like,
0: yeah, like there, there just seems to be like everything seems to be paired with like a negative. Mm-hmm.
1: Like, hardworking, motivated. Okay, again, I kind of expect those things, you know what I mean? Like, you saying that doesn't really excite me, because, like, I don't want to work with someone's like, barely work, don't give a fuck, like, you know what I mean? No one's really looking for that. Passionate about building my business, I think, is actually a red flag for me. I feel like it's a very douchey term. I guess it depends on, like, what the business is. I. But I feel like if it's not something douchey, you'd probably put it in there. Yeah. I feel like generic business is always shit. You know what I mean? No one's like oh, passionate about building my business. Like oh, what is this? Like oh, I run a puppy shelter. It's like what you'd be like oh, I run a shelter for puppies, right? Whereas like passionate about building my business, it's an MLM or it's like their mom bought them a fucking condo that they rent to somebody. You know? Yeah. Like I I or a pyramid scheme. It's Arbon. Well, it's an MLM, right? No, I don't know what that is. Yeah, it's it's that's exactly what I meant. And then getting increasingly more hopeless. Fuck off small talk bores me like actually fuck off people and the weird thing against small talk it's like if there's no small talk we all fail as humans we stop working
0: i understand it from a little bit from an online dating point of view of like the hi yeah. how are you how was your day good how was your day
1: good what like, did you do worked like i get really small talk it's bad talk Because it's like small talk is arguably anything, right? It's like, oh, how was your, you know, how was your day? I think has a place in this. Sure. You, yeah. Like, I know what you mean, but I don't think that's what they mean. Because it's a very much like, don't ask me, blah, blah, blah. I I want deep connection. Yeah. The moving of the planets. It's like, you don't fucking want that. If you're just saying, oh, I don't want people to have bullshit boring conversations with me. Again, yeah, that's the standard. No one wants that.
0: Yeah. I don't need to be told that that's not something you're
1: into. Yeah. Anyway, this is like a fucking one for me.
0: Yeah, I'm going to do two. Uh, This is Lauren. Whoa, Facebook has dating? It's worth a try, right? I'm a hair colorist in Toronto, currently in a relationship with myself, so you have pretty steep competition. BBW, (laughs) 420 friendly. I'm looking for someone to help me paint my nails, change the light bulb in my ceiling light, listen to me go on about how cute my cats are, watch movies, and cuddle. I'm looking for potential, so if you're looking for a one-off, I'm not interested. Peace symbol emoji mm-hmm. give me a reason to leave the city or stay is this the best facebook dating
1: profile you found this is so far a pretty good one um it's fine yeah i forgot i forgot something pinged at the start and i forget what it was the relationship with myself
0: so you have to be you have pretty oh, like competition
1: that. yeah i thought that was actually very funny and positive and like playful i liked that i don't love and, and this might just be me
0: but i don't love the bbw tag
1: No, I didn't like that. I wasn't really sure how to comment on that.
0: I I feel like it's got a lot of fetish attached to it. Yeah. And and I understand that you might be saying that just to make it clear that you are a larger woman. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you but like you have pictures like their their profile has pictures that clearly show their body and show what they look like. Right. There's no
1: misleading pictures here. You know what I was going to say. It's up to them, like, if they want to, like, if they want to attach that label to themselves and get behind that, while I do agree that, yes, it it does have all these kink, and like, sexualization, like, connotations, and fetishization, blah, 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 but, like, it's up to them, but I take that back because she specifically says she wants something serious, and I don't think that tag is synonymous with that. I think she's working against herself in that way.
0: Yeah, and uh, but I think you bring up a really, really good point of being, like, I'm putting that out there. But at the end of the day, if, if that is a tag, they want to attribute to themselves and they understand the, the connotations to it. And that's Mm -hmm. still something they've chosen to uh, put on their profile by all means, you know, it's not my place to say that it doesn't work. It's just something to think about. And the only thing that like kind of put me off balance on there was the second I see that I feel like people are going to read that and, and their mind is going to go to a certain place
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And if if you don't want their mind to go to that place, I don't think removing it would have any impact. If you're cool with people going to that place, or if you want to direct them to that place, then fine. But
1: I I think it's important to know It does seem different to I'm looking for something serious, not like one off. Yeah. I think it runs counter to that. But again, if if you're comfortable with that, that's fine. It's just, as you said, something I think worth considering but i'm I'm gonna put it at a
0: seven because i think it's it's positive it's light it's fun the things you list that like you're looking for i think are fun and and like i haven't seen someone be like help changing my ceiling light while it's kind of mundane it's it's a breath of fresh air because it's not like i'm looking for honest and responsible and good conversation you know it's like it's okay that was a list that i haven't read before and that's nice just like
1: immediately makes me feel good also, wasn't one being like, help me paint my nails or something? Yeah. That's refreshing. That's funny. Uh, all right. That's it, I
0: guess. That's us. Thank you very much for listening. It has been a pleasure. We hope you uh, have had an excellent holiday season. If you your holiday is still going or hasn't happened yet, we hope you have a great one. Um, we will see you in the new year. No, we'll have one more before the new year. We will. Right? Uh, no, we won't. No, we won't. No, we won't. This comes out on Monday, well, right? There will be. There will be a pillow talk, which will will be 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 our New
1: Year's episode. Yeah. So I was going to say, if you want to get us a birthday present, there's no better way to do it than to join the Patreon. We have a bunch of levels. We love you guys. Please go over and check it out. Patreon.com forward slash F buddies podcast or just F buddies. Patreon.com forward slash F buddies. And we would really appreciate it. If you can't do that, we understand. We are totally cool with that. We would love for you to rate us, write us a review, share us with a friend, download Everything we've ever done, multiple times, you know, boost us up those charts. No, but for real, we love you guys. I will say that the the
0: New Year's episode last year, we did a like a year in review. We used a lot of like Pornhub stats, uh, which was was really fun and, and and insightful. So if you want to to get on board us dissecting the sexual climate of the world, uh, this might be a great time to join the Patreon and, and see what that episode's all about.
1: Yeah. All right, I'm going to hit you with some bad sex writing after I thank Josh Eagle and the Harvest Cities for a song, Paper Stars, and tell everyone to head over to our website and throw us a question if they want so I can stop getting them from all these horny, horny reindeers. So this was posted on a Facebook group about motherhood. Okay. Mothers who breastfeed boy babies need to stop. We need to empower more females in this world, and by breastfeeding them, we're giving them a good start in life, which they deserve over baby boys who are already physically stronger than baby girls. I have feminist views. I'm not ashamed to admit that. But no baby boy will ever be fed from my breast if I'm unfortunate enough to have one. Damn. Hey, lady, do you know that men are killing
0: themselves at an exponential rate to the point where it's practically a pandemic? I don't know if this this energy of raising a boy who immediately feels rejected and unworthy of sustenance is the way to to raise a kid. I hope,
1: I pray that you don't have a, a male baby. I pray that she doesn't have any babies because like you're a bad person you're not just bad to dudes it's like you're no just no yeah bad gross terrible yeah. my name is
0: Dave miller i'm now spain we've been your fuck buddies mary sexmas mary sexmas mary, mary sexmas